0: Inmates running the asylum again, once again. <laughs> Morlang left the key. Thought he uh, thought he had it. Nope, he left it here. Nope. We uh, snatched that bad boy. <laughs>
1: also, I left him a present inside of his uh, master bathroom. So. Oh, you did I too. You to, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Good, uh, good. 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 <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need to call plumber. I just want you to know that, Garrett. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the Super Gamer Boys podcast. I am your host. We are your hosts for this evening. I am the king of video games and resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. And joining me this evening is the heavyweight podcasting champion of the world, Mr. JJ Purdom. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so
1: much, man. It's been a crazy week, Adrian. I'm so glad to see your pretty face (laughs) in this podcast studio right now. And... I, it always feels a little freer, a little looser whenever Garrett's not here. Yeah, you know what I mean? We don't have stuff, to, you know.
0: Get to, it does. It, it kind of does. Shake it like, out a like, little man, bit. Man, it's been
1: such a crazy week. Earlier this week, I met a Japanese man who, uh, I was at a Halloween party. I was dressed as a shower curtain and I got attacked by some guys from mm-hmm. another dojo. And so, uh, this Japanese guy taught me karate and um, I feel like I'm waxing stuff. and On uh, or
0: off? Or both?
1: Yeah, well, uh, well. I'm doing some offing of some stuff, um, oh, but it's no. not waxing. I don't. Off. I don't. <laughs> uh, they caught it something different. But uh, close. It's close, close to it, wood. man. I feel I feel pretty tough this week. Okay. I feel like uh, I feel pretty tough. I can. I can take anybody right now. <laughs> well, not not anybody. If you wanted to fight, Garrett, I'd obviously say no because I because I love you. But if it was Garrett, I think that if I caught him at the right time, I mean Garrett, you could asleep, just pick him up
0: and chuck him. You know.
1: I yeah. I mean, I've eaten sandwiches bigger than Garrett. This is true. <laughs> And like, although you guys probably aren't aware because you don't get to see this very often because you pretty much just see talking heads on this show. Garrett is only five foot one inches tall. And it it blows my mind because you wouldn't think
0: that. It's through the magic of CGI that we're able to uh, give him the height on camera that he that he possesses. Uh, If you can't tell by us giving Garrett the old uh, one two combo here, uh, he is not joining us this evening he is out trying to uh, get Kojima the perfect birthday present. And um he already messed up because it's after his birthday, which is weird because it's his hero, but hey, we all make mistakes and at least he's trying to atone.
1: <laughs> I have the worst picture in my head, Adrian, of Garrett like having like a red bow on in no, Hideo's no, like, hotel I know what room, you're like, thinking. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr.
0: Kojima. Mr. Kojima. Oh, Kojima song. <laughs> I don't know why, but that visual has scarred me for life, kids. Like, I mean, that's... it would make sense why he wasn't here. <coughs> All right. Well, on today's show, we're talking about Phil Spencer's thoughts on Xbox's big acquisition, and that's of uh, Activision Blizzard. And uh, he seems to be thinking it's going pretty well. Uh, We're also talking about the Smash Brothers creator and Kirby creator, uh, Masahiro Sakurai. He's doing a cool new YouTube series about game development. And we finally got a glimpse of the new HBO Last of Us series. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash and Eddie Martin, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates, Mama Mare, and Kajoma01. (laughs) Is that his name this week or... I, you know, I keep, I keep trying to think of a name for him and nothing. Do you have anything? Do you, um, well, I don't, I don't know about this, but I know his doctor calls him the
1: syphilis kid. So I don't know if that's Ooh. like a, if that's a really good nickname or not. I don't know why he's called that. I mean, that's weird. more of a
0: descriptor than a name.
1: And that could be what I, you see where I got confused on that. I thought it was kind of weird that his doctor was putting that out on social media but uh Kajoma one, we we love you, dude. You're you're the man, no matter what we call you behind your back. Because we I mean we've we've come up with so many different nicknames for that guy, dude. Like, I mean, at one point he was uh what was it Hideo Kajoma? That I was think one that's my, my best work. That's some really, of my best work,
0: dude.
1: It really, really was. It's, it's great. And I feel like I feel like that was kind of the end all be all. It doesn't get any better than that. It's like show's over after calling him Hideo Pack Back Kajoma. it up.
0: We don't got anything else going on. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are here for our main show, don't forget that we have a Patreon over at patreon.com supergamerboys Boys, where we do our Super Gamer Book Club. Uh, our newest one was Star Wars Re- Republic Commando. Uh, Garrett and I did that one, and let me tell you, it did not age as well as we thought it did. Uh, the first one, or the newest one to go on our free feed is Super Mario World with the Nintendo Cartridge Society of Patrick and Mark. That one was awesome, and it's okay. apparently... From Garrett's uh, words, it is it is uh, gaining a lot of traction, and I'm not mad about it. Sorry, I cut you so, off, JJ. Well, no, no.
1: Actually, I wanted to tell
0: you that I got an opportunity to watch the Star Wars Command
1: uh, video that you guys did, uh-huh. and oh my gosh, dude, so entertaining. And it's <laughs> worth subscribing to the Patreon, even if it's for a buck. So I would say that your guys' tearing this game down bit by bit was more entertaining than playing that game years ago. Dude, because what made it so much more good stuff what, about it. Like, what made honest. it so
0: much more painful is I remember <laughs> it being so awesome. Right. And then I play it again, and it's just like, I I don't is this the same game? But you're not the same person either
1: though, Adrian. And I think that's what you guys have to remember. Like, you, you have had so many different experiences in your life since then. You've grown, you've aged. Well, you you've aged and, and gained wisdom. Garrett hasn't, obviously. But that stuff has happened to most people who plays video games, you know, and who grows up and has
0: a little age on them, a little more gray in their beard. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of games from when I was a young in that are even are as good as ever, you know, oh, case sure. in point, the Mario world, one we just did Mario world is, is just as good now as it was back then. Uh, Still link to the past out. is just as good now. Super Metroid is just as good now. So there's, there's cases for both, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh just one more thing for our book club. Uh we do have Omori coming up with uh Miss Raider However, um I you can blame this one fully on me. Um in the past couple of weeks, I had uh, I had to uh go out and do a little bit of that living thing that they say. Um, and I had a lot of events come up in the last two weeks that I had to. Uh, attend you know just weddings birthdays going away parties all of that it all kind of just coincided in these last two weeks so uh, and it turns it turns out also that Omori is uh, pretty long <laughs> it's like 20 something hours long <laughs> uh, are you going to be able to finish it so what we're going to do is um, we're going to bump it we're going to bump it about mm-hmm. a week uh, so what we'll do is uh, we're going to have to do a double up September uh and because we are doing uh a two one well, one two combo for september i'm gonna go ahead and let everybody know uh our september game or our second september game because omori is going to be the first now uh is going to be 2064 read only memories it is a uh point and click artificial intelligence murder mystery uh all wrapped up in one and it is rad. It's one of my favorite games that have come out. I got the collector's edition for it. I did the limited run, all of that. I love it to death. Um so look out for Omori and 2064 Read Only Memories in September. Uh please accept my dearest apologies, patrons. I know you guys were looking for Omori. It's going to happen, but now you get two in one month. So we're we're that's the plan. All right. So we got that out of the way. Last thing, of course, Shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. We love them dearly. We thank them for their support. Uh, and um, you didn't hear this from me, but there might be a little bit of a a little uh, project coming up that might premiere on Super Gamer Boys. Oh, oh, wait, nope,
1: not, you Mom's didn't hear it from me. You didn't hear from me. It.
0: You didn't hear from me. But just be on the lookout for that.
1: So okay. I don't know if you if you're ready for this show today, dude, but I'm definitely ready. And I feel like I need that energy right now. You know what kind yeah. of energy I'm looking for? Yeah. You know, Adrian, the kind of like looking when, for that. Right before, energy, you know, you, know what I'm
0: talking? Ooh, wait, you like you, you, you beat me to it. I was like, <laughs> I was oh going to say, man. you know, the energy when you're standing in the hallway before a football game. And oh, then all yeah, of a I'm, sudden, one of the guys just hits you on your pads and then you hit them back. And everybody's starting to get riled up. Oh no, man! Normally I would just get slapped on the ass, but I mean that's just me.
1: Uh, you I mean, know, hey, I, that was I your like football that. team. I, but I, but I say even that in to football, say,
0: Adrian, <laughs> like I say that to say, very few things can give you that feeling like dubby energy. That's right, baby. You like that? You like that segue? Woo! Woo! We're on fire. I love it. you gonna go who? play video games all night long. <laughs> <laughs> all night, and as we not, always and, say. Uh, sometimes you, know, of course, you gotta take little breaks. you gotta yeah. Take little breaks if you know. To you know, get your, take a quick sip of W. It's up. fine. Yeah. yeah agree. Uh, and then you know, always sometimes you have to re up so you can go to you know WGG slash Super Gamer Boards. Use our code SGB, uh, and get ten percent off all your goods and services. Uh, and as we say here, uh, if you don't want your joystick to drift, W Energy that's, is the way to go.
1: And that's a problem, man. That's a problem. But it's, not a, with real problem. it's not a real with problem.
0: It's a okay. real problem. Because
1: it it it's straight ahead. All steam's ahead. Like a damn locomotive. W <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is awesome. You're like we we always joke here on the show about W, but like honestly, it is a great energy drink. You don't get any of those crashes, and you're able to to seriously just
0: power really through and
1: perform. <laughs> like I want to talk about performance because it's <laughs> one of those things, man. Like in all seriousness, it, as I smile and laugh like a goober, it actually is a great energy drink, and I I love energy drinks. And I, I try to stay uh, up with the energy all the time when I'm out working or I'm BSing with the guys or whatever it is that I do. I do a couple of podcasts and I, you have to have that energy. And Dubby's been a great partner of Super Gamer Boys.
0: So. Love them to death. All right. I think we got all the, all the rigmarole and all the house cleaning out the way. Whew. All right. So this will be the part where we did the mailbag bit. But unfortunately, um, as Garrett... Uh, left and packed his suitcase going to japan to try to find kojima uh he took the mailbag with him so um i i don't know what to do here um
1: so this is what happens whenever we we have that thing where we like rely on garrett Garrett yeah, is yeah, an yeah. unreliable guy and i'll tell you what
0: here you you just vamp for me for like uh, just a couple seconds, maybe I can scrape the Discord for something. Yeah,
1: there might be something in there, but I'll, I'll um, tell you what. The next time I get an opportunity to hit him right in his five foot one inch butt, like I think I'm gonna do that because I think that here's a reckoning coming. When we end up planning a whole show, and Garrett just decides at the last minute on a whim to run to Japan to go kiss up to Hideo Jima you put on a bow and lay in bed waiting for him to wish him happy birthday and sing like a weird song to him that was from like the 70s. Uh I think that there needs to be reckoning, you know? Like, so you guys reach out to Garrett at G on Twitter and let him know you're you're displeased by him putting Please. anything above this podcast. Note your
0: dissatisfaction. Okay, I got a couple here. All right, so our first question is from Skyline and he says what was the last game that you fully 100% completed, if you can remember?
1: Okay, so I've had a lot of fun with indie games over the last year. And that's mm-hmm. all thanks to you, Adrian, right here on the show. You uh, you ended up pointing me in the right direction. Of course, I don't remember you saying one single damn word about the, about the Little Nightmares. But you say that you said to me it's a week before. It's on wax,
0: dude. I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: If we were to go back into archives, I don't, I don't doubt you. I don't doubt you. I want to believe you because I know you're, you're a man of integrity and you're a man of your word. But I, I just don't remember you saying anything about Little Nightmares. I just was like, oh, I kind of want to play Little Nightmares. <laughs> I, I will <laughs> never
0: forget that, that, that day when you, <laughs> uh, when you said that. Hey, have you guys heard about this game, Little Nightmares?
1: <laughs> I feel like we just talked about it last week. <laughs> hey, look, what am I doing I, this, this
0: for? <laughs> Lord, what am I what am I on this crusade for? <laughs> yeah,
1: but as far as the one the last game that I played that I completed 100% everything, that's a lot that's hard for me yeah because I'm one of those guys who typically goes through and finishes a game fairly quickly and and I don't mean like you know lightning fast but like I kind of go through get it through and then later I'll go back and do a more thorough run mm-hmm. uh, if I if I can or if I really enjoyed it or I might wait a little while and go back and do a more thorough run. Um, it would be Last of Us 2. I went back, and as far as I know, I think it was 100%. It it might have been like 98, but I can't remember now. But I just completed it recently after not playing it since the beginning. And in the beginning, I just kind of ran through it. So that's the last game that I did everything. But as far as indie stuff, uh, I think Little Nightmares 2 was the last 100%. And before that, there hasn't been anything in a while.
0: (laughs) Um. The last one that I remember 100%ing uh was probably Cuphead, but I don't know if it counts anymore because of the DLC. Um no, that still counts. I
1: don't think DLC really counts for uh Yeah, 100%. I guess you're right cuz
0: it is it's it I'll say for the original game I 100%ed the original Cuphead game and that is no small feat. I can tell you that right now. I, I don't know very many people at all who have also done that. Um, If you're not aware, Cuphead is incredibly hard. And uh this is not a brag. This is more of a, I like to punish myself with very difficult games. And I'm too stubborn to know when to stop. And that's <laughs> yep. kind of uh, how that happened. It's um, like the Bloodborne of like yeah, a
1: really artistic. I, I can't play. Cuphead. I love the art style. I love the gameplay. It's far too hard for me. And I'm, I'm more you, of a novice game player. I'm not like you and and Garrett that, you know, uh, are expert game players. So I have to really be invested to be able to get 100 percent on anything or to even get in the ballpark. And yeah, Cuphead's not one of the games that I could ever do that with.
0: I don't blame so my you hat's off all, to off dude
1: i'm not actually wearing a hat
0: okay. but if i but if i was I, I, I get you i get what you mean yeah you know I just, uh our second question is from sir prince lot he actually has a two-parter the first one is what was the last oh, i'm sorry uh what are you each afraid of do you have any phobias
1: i have so many or
0: situations that you would be deathly afraid of
1: yeah fat girls totally no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i love fat women uh yeah. no actually no, I really do. Uh no, I, I have a real genuine fear of the dark. Uh I am so deathly afraid of being buried alive. Dude. Uh, that it, that <laughs> was mine. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, it like, is. So there's a there's a movie and I think it's called Buried. I don't really know for sure. It's got yeah, Ryan it's, Reynolds. Uh Ryan Reynolds, it, yeah. It is fantastic. I can't I can't do it. I can't and do it. It is so freaking scary. But I have like a, a very bad claustrophobia at the idea of being they're not gonna know I'm dead or for some reason I'm gonna live through everything and I'm gonna wake up down there trapped in that little box underneath. It's like oh my god,
0: that just gives me so much anxiety. I've had nightmares about it. And I don't uh, know, oh honestly, god, I don't care about people not knowing I was dead. It, it's me have me having to basically experience the the idea of either starving to death or running out of oxygen, and it's just like, ugh. That sounds like torture. Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things people could do to me up here and I'll be like, yeah, it sucks, but at least I'll get to, you know, somehow make it through. But somebody puts Uh, you under a few hundred pounds of dirt. I'm a big
1: fan of reading and I read a lot of horror novels and stuff like that. I haven't in years, but I used to read a lot of horror novels and stuff. And there was one horror novel that I remember somebody being buried alive and being immortal. And it oh, being like a uh, consciousness the entire time in there. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like you no. would go insane.
0: You would go insane.
1: Absolutely, freaking Luly. Absolutely insane. Can't move a muscle, but like totally aware. It's like, no, you would go so insane.
0: Like, like, oh, no, my God. No I could not imagine. You can't imagine. just pass the time by
1: like, you know, <laughs> you know, whistling and whatnot. You,
0: no, you just go nuts. And you can't kill yourself because you're immortal. So, right. oh, no. <laughs> oh, you've please don't let me dream about that tonight. That would. uh oh. uh. Uh-uh. All right. Well, he uh, he gives us a, a lighter second half of, of his question. Uh, he says, are there any movies or series that you watch, depending on what season or time of year it is? Uh, he tries to do a Harry mm-hmm. Potter marathon every winter. And uh, he watches the show over the garden wall with his daughter every fall.
1: Oh, wow! So that's actually a great question. Uh, a couple of really good questions uh, <laughs> right now, from Sir Prince. A lot. I uh, I watch every year. Um, I, I know, like everybody does this, like it has kids and stuff. But like we typically watch uh, Polar Express every year mm-hmm. as a family. Uh, I would love to get into rotation of that Christmassy time. Uh, a Christmas story. I love that movie, A Christmas Story. Uh, you'll shoot your eye out, but uh, unfortunately, my kids are not allowed to watch it. Uh, really? I would be totally down with it, but uh, their mom has got a different opinion for um, what they are allowed to watch, and feels like it's uh, got cursing and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, they bleep it out, kind of like Charlie Brown's. Yeah, if you wah, watch wah, the wah, if you wah. watch the
0: TV version, they bleep it out. Right, so it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's yeah. harmless.
1: But as far as like anything else that I'll watch, like on a routine basis, um, I go through and will rewatch shows and binge watch the entire season. When you are like me, you get into comfort zones and sometimes it's just so comfortable to play a game that you that you enjoy, that you know is easy or watch a show or a Mm -hmm. movie that you're like, this is like putting on an old familiar glove that just fits kind of well. I rewatch Breaking Bad like once a year really I just I love the entire series and there's just nothing else like the storytelling in that TV show. What about the and other one? I
0: hear it's just as good. Uh, Breaking the, bad is the Saul in, one.
1: Or, uh, I better call. Saul is just as good. And I have just completed my first go through the first five seasons. Uh, I haven't seen season six that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So, and it's been just as good, just as good. It's been
0: incredible. Uh, so my folks and I, we have a, a family tradition where depending on what holiday it is, my dad is a really, really big Peanuts fan. Like he has a um he has a membership to the Schultz Museum. He has like all the comics, all that different kind of stuff, right? So if the if it's Thanksgiving, we'll watch, you know, it's Thanksgiving Charlie Brown, or if it's uh, Christmas, we'll watch, uh, you know, it's Christmas Charlie Brown. Uh and then pretty much any anyone in between like he even watches the valentine's day one he watches all of them right he watched the great the great pumpkin great pumpkin yeah oh, he, he does all, we do all those for whatever holiday it is those um, still
1: stand out dude they're still great you yeah. can still watch them as a family that that's really cool to hear that you guys kind of still do that that's yeah neat.
0: so pretty much every year uh whatever holiday it is we'll roll around and uh We'll all, you know, bunch up together in front of the TV. And, and man, for that I want to know what kind hour, of PJs you got on, Adrian. <laughs> you got some booty PJs and stuff? You know, I wish. I've, I've been looking for some good, you know, those classic red long johns, yeah. the Union Jacks? Heck yeah. I've been looking for a good pair of those. Maybe I have to go to like an army surplus store or something to find them.
1: You'd be able to find some there. And, and see, I guarantee, man, although it'd be a funny sight to see you all up in the in the red long
0: johns. No way. I'd be so and, comfortable. <laughs> You'd be doing it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? Uh that is it for our questions. We only got a couple today, so we are going to uh keep it moving. Uh and with that, we're moving on to the nerdy news. It's now time for the nerdy news. Oh. Like velvet your voice.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like dog crap tonight. <laughs> like I used to be a smoker real heavy and uh although when I was smoking really heavy and I was going and doing a lot of announcing, Sometimes my voice would sound incredibly deep and like, all right, everybody. You know, and like now is a nice mo- I feel like it's got a little higher, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> okay, I'm, I didn't know you were <laughs> moonlighting as Mickey Mouse now. <laughs> a little bit, little, a little bit. Hey, it's me, JJ. <laughs> you want to hear about some wrestling? Oh, man, now we're talking. Let, let's not even talk the news. I can tell you about wrestling right now. As Mickey Mouse
0: the whole time, though.
1: Bye, let's talk about wrestling! <laughs> <laughs> and you can always listen to me as Mickey Mouse talking about pro wrestling on the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a course produced by the Super Gamer Boys. Garrett is always cultivating and doing all the work for making us sound like uh, like really good, and he cleans up a lot of the, the horrible stuff and the foul language that my partner Scott uses on the show. Uh, so check that out, the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast, if you've never heard uh, a funny, crazy take on pro wrestling. And it's a different me than everybody ever gets on this show. I actually am serious for a change because wrestling is serious business.
0: It's it's weird for you to to get into it like that. But, um, you know, it's nice to see. We were talking about this before the show. Um, That wrestling is to you what video games is to me and Garrett. Like, we're able to be like, oh, that was uh, uh, Peter Molyneux in 2006. In and the same way that we can do that, you're like, oh, that was uh, Bubba Ray Dudley in that ladder match <laughs> in 1997. Uh, you know what right. I mean? So right.
1: and yeah, and that's that was a very interesting way and an apropos way for you to say it, because we all know that if you guys listen to the show all the time, that it's the intelligence level on this show is always up when Garrett and Adrian are talking about video games and me, not so much. My, my whole role in this show is to add a little bit of levity and a little bit of lightness to whatever it is these guys are covering. Oh, no, don't sell yourself thunder.
0: short. You do play games here and there. Come on, Oh, now. no, I
1: definitely play games and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But but it's really my whole role on this show is to come in and kind of like add a little bit of seasoning, a little bit of flavor to what it is that you guys do. And uh, I'm a big fan of garlic. And so I just put that on
0: everything. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get going. Uh, our first story, comes from IGN, pretty much all our stories are coming from IGN today, Uh, and the first one is, Xbox boss Phil Spencer feels good about Activision Blizzard acquisition progress. So, it says, uh, let's see here, during an interview with Bloomberg, the Microsoft CEO of gaming gave an update of sorts on the upcoming deal which sees Microsoft own the beleaguered games company, aka Activision Blizzard. He says... Quote, I feel good about the progress that we've been making, but I go into the process supportive of people who maybe aren't as close to the gaming industry, asking good, hard questions about what is our intent? What does this mean? He said, if you play it out over five years, is this constricting a market or is it growing a market? Ah, Interesting, interesting question. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, He goes on, quote, I've never done a 70 billion dollar deal. So I don't know what my confidence means, added Spencer. I will say the discussions we've been having seem positive. In quote. Uh, if the deal goes through, it'll see Microsoft own one of the biggest gaming studios in the world. But don't worry. The company assures customers that console exclusives are something that we, something we're not going to see less and less of. All right. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, Gotta love Phil Spencer, man. And I'll tell you what. Who else has had a lot of experience doing $70 billion deals? Not a lot of people, dude. That's uh, like
0: rarefied air. It is. But here's the, the thing, though, is he's also backed by Microsoft themselves, who are very well versed in doing <laughs> those numbers and in, in, in sizes of deals. So if anything, he has a support system who is like, oh, it's only $70 billion? <laughs> Oh, okay. We'll get this person, this person, and this person. And uh, you can have them and we're going to lunch. So it'll probably be done by next week, all the paperwork, you know? So that's that's it, probably if I were him and I knew that I was backed by Microsoft like that, I wouldn't be sweating it too hard either.
1: Well, and the other thing is is that he's not going to be pulling into his personal checking account from the U.S. Bank and like going, let me just go ahead and cut that check. It's getting combed over by, you know, a series, a team of lawyers mm-hmm. that are going through everything. So I, I think that this is a this is a very good deal for Xbox. It it comes at a funny time because it seems like, are you biting off more than you can chew? Like, I don't know about you, but like when I eat a sandwich, like I know I'm going to be able to eat the whole sandwich because that's just how I eat sandwiches, mm-hmm. right? I don't leave much there, but I worry that like Phil and some of the acquisitions, act. this Activision one is big and they've got so much other irons in the fire right now. We've kind of talked about it, yeah. on the show over the last few weeks, but it's like, are you, are you trying to get out a sandwich that you can't put your mouth around, dude? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like this is, this is really big. And I think it can be a very good thing for, for Xbox. I mean, they've been killing it through this whole generation with game pass, but it just, it, it gets to that point where you're not putting out games very often and good quality games very often by the IPs that you have, by all of these distributors and developers that you already have under your umbrella. And are you kind of stretching yourself too thin? It's like when you have four kids and you're struggling to, you know, put food on the table and then you decide to have another kid.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like,
1: okay, you know, yeah, you know, that's great. We're having another kid. And like, we have all the hopes and dreams for this other fifth child. Then we do all the other ones. We want this one to go to college eventually and not turn into a stripper hopefully. Um, Male or female. You know, we But we still got go the out, other you know. four
0: here worrying about what's <laughs> right. for dinner tonight, you know? <laughs>
1: right. And so it just comes down to that, you know, yeah, you can make it work, but then you're not able to develop all the time that you had into those other four kids that you already had. And you know what? Johnny, one of your four kids, is a bright kid and he's a hell of a cellist. Uh, And are you screwing him over because now you're going to be not able to devote your time to him? And... I, having three kids, we spread the kids out. Um, my oldest is 18 and married. My son is 11 and my youngest is is seven. And now with just my, my son and my youngest, my seven-year-old daughter at home, it's hard sometimes to find that balance to spend good quality time. After I've had a full day in work, came home and made dinner and, you know, and did the little things that I want to do or just decompressing from work. How do I provide ample time where I'm spending time and developing each one of them individually. Mm -hmm. Well, it gets harder as you have more and more kids. You could do the thing where you're doing stuff with all of them Mm -hmm. and giving a little bit of your time, or you can have some more quality time with each one of them individually and cultivating that. And I think that by having Activision and this whole thing at this time right now with where Xbox is at, I think it's biting too big of a damn sandwich.
0: I'm right there with you. I think I think they honestly could have held off on this. I don't think anybody was going to plan on buying Activision anytime soon. Um, I know this was probably the best time to buy them because uh, their stock was, you know, rock bottom after all mm-hmm. the, the allegations and all that different kind of stuff started coming out about them, so I get why. I understand financially why they did it, but... In the grand scheme of the Microsoft vision, I just don't think this was the time to pull this kind of trigger. So it's kind of like they were in between a rock and a hard place, right? That stock wasn't gonna stay that price at the same, at all the time. And I know that they were probably eyeing at some point buying Activision, so I get it. Um, I was
1: curious about, about all of that, Adrian. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm sorry if I cut you off. No, no, no. But I'm curious if you think that PlayStation or Sony more specifically made any overtures about trying to pick up Activision through all of the, the drama that happened. And with them, you know, having this rock bottom price, I wonder if Sony made any overtures to try to acquire them.
0: No. Sony doesn't have that kind of capital. Um even with The lead that they have now and all the resources. I mean, Sony as a whole, right? They are okay as a a company as far as the money they make. But PlayStation actually makes up a good chunk of all of Sony, right? More than music, more than movies, more than uh, uh, TVs and electronics that aren't PlayStations. PlayStation kind of makes up like the lion's share of it. So whatever PlayStation is making itself is pretty much, you can gauge Sony's whole budget off of that. And I don't think that they have the resources to to just, excuse me, uh, to just throw 70 billion at a studio. Like if you look at their acquisitions lately, they've all been maybe like 2 billion or 4 billion, or maybe, maybe, you know, five or six or something like that. But I don't think that they could realistically handle a $70 billion dollar purchase right now and of course this is all speculation sony could be like hey you don't know what's in my pocket you know what i mean but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> based on what we've seen as far as they they're they've been moving with their acquisitions they don't they don't deal in those kind of numbers as far as buying companies um yeah so that's think, that's kind of where i'm at on that i think time will tell whether this
1: is a good deal i think it's going to be ultimately
0: a good deal for it'll them. work itself out yeah
1: yeah, I mean, Activision's got some some great IP, and I think that there's a real opportunity for Xbox to just broaden that portfolio of games they have available on Game Pass, and I'm sure that there's going to be some of those that they'll work out with, with PlayStation and on on uh, you know Steam and everything else, so there's money to be made in this deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, how long is it going to take for that investment to, to come right. back,
0: you know? right. Whew. Okay, well, that is it for that first story. We're moving on to our next one. Uh, I kind of want a
1: sandwich right now, dude. I don't Do know why. Like, oh, that I, I, sandwich I, I talk?
0: Know.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened, but I'm like, I really kind of want a sandwich right now. Is that just me?
0: Just make sure it's one you could you could eat comfortably, you know? Well, I, well, I'm going
1: to make sure I can bite into this. Of don't, get the Spencer, you know.
0: don't get the Phil Spencer sub. Just get a regular sandwich. <laughs> You'll be all right. right? <laughs> Uh, our next one comes from IGN as well, and it's uh, about Mr. Masahiro Sakurai. Uh, it says, Super Smash Brothers creator Masahiro Sakurai is now a YouTuber. And it reads, Super Smash Brothers director Masahiro Sakurai has launched his own YouTube channel called Masahiro Sakurai on creating games. Sakurai explains in an introductory YouTube video on the channel that he won't be streaming any games... Rather, he will be talking about topics like game development and what makes video games fun. My, uh, Sakurai says, quote, I'm often asked to give lectures at game development schools. And while I think it's a great idea, such presentations can only reach so many people. He continues, I've also realized that developer con- conferences like GDC or CEDEC, while good for technical concepts, aren't always the best forums for discussing design theory. Sakurai also mentions that he'll keep his videos relatively short between two and five minutes and that the channel is his personal project so he won't be profiting off of it. Additionally, he'll have both English and Japanese versions of his videos on the channel. Sakurai reiterates his intentions for the channel, hoping to educate viewers on how game development works as well as to inspire others. Furthermore, the channel is open to everyone, regardless of whether you're in the games industry or not. Uh, I think that is absolutely incredible. Um, That's the kind
1: of stuff I love, but you actually answered one of the questions I was going to pose to you was, is it going to be available in some type of English so that it can be easily understandable for us here in the States? mm -hmm. And uh, I got to tell you, like, I love that kind of content. So I think this is really cool. I mean, his... His portfolio speaks for itself. I mean, Super Smash is amazing. Super so, Smash Brothers, he created yeah, so Kirby. He, so yeah, he's coming from from that environment and to be able to tell people this information, like I think that he's going to do really well for himself. And he says he's not doing it for profit, Adrian, but there's going to be money to make if people are tuning in and well, you know, checking he out said, the
0: content. He said that the money that he makes from it, <clears throat> um, he's going to use to uh, pay his editors and people who actually you know, make and edit the videos for him. So mm-hmm. he personally is not going to be making any money from it. Uh, I don't even think he's running ads on him either. So that's how, you know, he's like, his intentions oh. are pretty okay. straightforward. Like he, we were talking about a little bit before. And I think this is him um, coming to that stage in his life where he is kind of under the philosophy that I'm wanting to pay it forward, right? At this point. I've accrued so many skills and philosophies and understanding in the game industry, having like 30 plus years of experience and making so many games and all this different kind of stuff. Uh, It would be a shame if I didn't pass this information on to uh, whoever is willing to hear it, whether that be a future game developer, whether that be current developers trying to figure out, you know, get some lessons from uh, what some consider a master developer. Uh, or whether that's just you know a person who's who's interested in in the topic and you know maybe a passerby, uh, I think that's really neat that he is doing that and that he's making it a free accessible resource for anybody.
1: Isn't it interesting that like I I draw a parallel with you, Adrian, with actually with your love and desire to showcase smaller older games to people that didn't get a chance. It's one of those things where you want to pass that information on to the next generation of gamers. So like that's a big heart for future gamers that he's showing right now. And that's something that you do here on the show talking about, hey, man, check out this old game that I played when I was, you know, in seventh grade that nobody's ever heard of because, you know, don't let it die. It's, it's like a really cool thing. And I think that it sounds like something that he's doing where it's mm-hmm. like I really care about the heart of video gamers. And I can share some of this knowledge, some of this information I've pulled in over the last 30 years and uh, gift it to
0: others. So that's really awesome, man. Yeah.
1: I gifted I, something in Garrett's master bathroom a little while ago <laughs> that I can't wait. I don't know if he wants around. that kind
0: of knowledge. I think he's okay. I, I no, think he'll pre- be just pre- pretty fine sure, with it.
1: I'm pretty sure Like he has not lived yet. So <laughs> you just wait. You're going to get some hate mail because, <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm going to blame it on you. I just want you to
0: know that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay, let's uh oh, here we go. So, our last story for today uh is rounding out the IGN trilogy. Uh it's The Last of Us TV series on HBO gets a first look teaser. Did
1: you see my nipples get hard right now? Did you see my <laughs> did you see them? Lay down or poke through the damn shirt, dude. Put them out. Oh my them, god. This is like. Put them away. Put them put
0: them away. <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry guys. PG. pg uh, Well, it's like I almost TV-17 to today, but
0: Hey, Garrett. I'm so
1: sorry. I got excited. I think it's going to cut glass Re- right now, dude.
0: Recording dad's not here. We can do whatever we want. All right. Oh, don't forget anything? that.
1: Anything? Can we do anything? Hey, I don't see
0: nothing. I'm looking at the, the browser window right this guy's now. guy's the
1: all right? limit, right? Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't know if you saw it, if you watched any of the stuff out there, but there is some great stuff. I recently just picked up HBO Max, and with all of their stuff that's going to be falling by the wayside by the end of the year, I'm like, oh, God. Please, Lord. I mean, I, my prayers have been so hard lately that I'm like, please, God, don't screw this up for me. Please give me this TV show. Like I and everything that I've seen from it just looks fantastic. It, it really it's holding true. And what is it? Pablo Pasquale. Is that his name? Uh huh. Probably saying it incorrectly,
0: but uh, you most uh, people will probably know him right now as the uh, Mandalorian.
1: Mandalorian.
0: And mm-hmm. dude,
1: he he's just I, I don't know why. He's fitting the role of Joel perfectly. And I wouldn't have thought that. When I first heard it, I was like, why not Javier Javier Bardem or whatever you know, whatever. And uh dude, no, he's done he's done a great job in this in the brief stuff that's been out there.
0: I was but, a little I'm I i got to admit, I was a little thrown off uh when I first saw it because seeing Pedro's Pascal seeing Pedro Pascal talking about uh it's time to get up and get.
1: I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. right, I mean, Pedro, I know, I know you don't like, sound ah, like that. I come know on, you don't mate. sound come like on. that.
0: You know, but then you know, you kind of remember he, you know, he's he's a he's a character, he's he's acting. It, and he's know? a character actor. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what he does with with The
1: Mandalorian, is that's that's just another character. I mean, mm-hmm. he's showcasing like a big range in really great acting right now, honestly. Right. That guy he's hot right now. You know, he's mm-hmm. a hot commodity. And so I think that they kind of jumped on him at the right time because of how popular the Mandalorian is right now. Right. And it's just interesting to see him doing multiple different streaming services doing these shows like this.
0: Absolutely. I mean, hey, get your money. If if you're if you're putting in the work and people are seeing, you know, that you're you you're good at what you do, especially cuz we know Pedro is, hey, mm-hmm. sign him up. Um I thought the trailer itself was was really well realized. I, I think the, the locations look great. Uh, I mean, we didn't really get to see a whole, whole lot, but we got to see a couple of different landscapes here and there. Um, and again, like I said, old cowboy pass Pascal, we got to see a little bit of that there. Uh, but I, I feel like there's too many resources that have gone into The Last of Us series for it to not be good.
1: Oh, you mean like
0: $90 million on the
1: Batgirl thing? were
0: uh, i mean like uh yeah i guess that's part of it um <laughs> no it, the no, fact and, that it's one of the things that they didn't cancel is well it that's says one of, a lot of
1: the concerns adrian is that one of the concerns is that like hey they're willing to showcase that like we've already put out all this money there was a, a genuine concern that, that this was going to get the axe mm-hmm. that this is going to be one of those things where they were like you know what save money cut it you know and I'm I'm glad that so far none of that has happened none of that's come to fruition now will they show this and then not have another season you know I mean that's a possibility
0: very possible
1: you know but you I'll the, be happy with whatever we get but you I might get the one season hit, hit, hit.
0: and then HBO is like hey we're not doing no more go play the game if you want the rest of the story you that's know?
1: some Netflix stuff right there that's the kind of stuff Netflix does <laughs> you know where they they get you invested and kill it Right. At season three, because they don't want to. Pay I mean, anymore.
0: well, HBO recently has been following suit. They've been, you know, anything that has any kind of drawing in it, cut it. Get it out mm-hmm. of here. Is it animated? It's done. Tax write off. Uh, but overall, definitely looking forward to it. I'm a huge Last of Us fan. I think it's one of the best game stories that's ever been told. And I'm interested to see. I, I want it to be different than the game. I don't want to just see the game reenacted in a TV show because if I did that, I could just, I could just play the game again. I'd be wasting Agreed. my time. Agreed. So, would, it,
1: would it be great to see some of those scenes realized? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Some of those scenes being realized would be fantastic. I think that it's important that opening scene with, with the daughter, the way that I could see that possibly working out on this TV show with his daughter would be maybe not the beginning sequence, but maybe in like um, flashbacks, mm-hmm. like maybe in a, like a flashback sequence and, right. and checking it out like that. I think that would be, it would fit better in in the TV version of this. But I would like to see something totally different with the story, but still have the heart of those characters. Yeah, which is really what the whole thing is about. It's about I, the journey, the adventure, and and the, the the honest love story between Ellie and Joel. I
0: feel like. I wouldn't make if if I'm Naughty Dog or Neil Druckmann or HBO. I'm not making a um, a series of it. If I'm just making the same thing, I already made the thing. It's over here. I made it. You know. But they're giving know. us so much money, Adrian. You don't understand. Like the oh no, I much- absolutely <laughs> do. They made it three times and they're selling it for seventy dollars. I understand that there's money in the Last and, of Us. Don't get me and- wrong.
1: And I'm going to buy it. I just I know have you are. I know you are.
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I hope that it's something, you know, fresh. I hope it's a deviation from the original story. I would love to see, you know, another person's take on it. Uh wishing the cast and crew all the best and uh yeah. Got any final thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, I just think it's going to be really great and I hope that we get more than just one season. So fingers crossed.
0: All right. And with that, that is our last story. And it is now time. We uh, hinted at it a little bit earlier uh, for our Patreon ad. All right. If you made it part of this part of the show, sounds like you're a pretty hardcore fan and we appreciate you for it. Uh, If you got a couple of bucks to toss our way, you can go over to our Patreon, that's patreon.com slash supergamerboys, uh, where you get early access to all our shows. So book club, the regular show, anything else that we put up there, you get first dibs. Uh, It's only costing $1 just to get in the door. If you want to give a little more, we definitely appreciate you. You can work your way all the way up to a Patreon producer at the $15 tier. And then you can tell us what to do, aka you're the boss. Uh, if you want to pitch a soul segment, you can do that. Or if you just kind of want to hang out, you get a special uh, name tag in our in our Discord, um, and uh, you can um, make Garrett uh, do the um, the Goonie Shuffle uh, Ooh. on Ooh, command. I've been wanting to do that for a while. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you guys. <laughs> Uh, That also gets you access to our Super Gamer book club uh, that I host. It's a monthly book club. 99% of the time it is monthly. This is the one few time, except for when that we almost all died from Fox die, AKA COVID, that it does not hit in the same month. Uh, We, I pick a game of my, uh, I, I guess I, I pick a game of my choosing is kind of redundant, but you know what I mean. I pick a game, we all play it over the month and then we all come together uh, with a special guest. It's usually me and Garrett. Uh, and we talk about the game, what we liked, what we didn't like, if we hated it. Uh, we we have shows that run the gamut now. Uh, we have some that's like Undertale, that's an absolute classic. And uh, Star Wars Republic Commando that is like, oh boy, Woo! Uh, it was a, it's a stinker. Uh, you also get access to uh, book club season one that was hosted by Zetch. It has all the former episodes that he hosted um, and everything else to come. Uh, you can also, uh, if you're not interested in the Patreon stuff, you can give us that Bezos money. That's right. You can subscribe to our channel on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. And you can give us that free sub. Watch this, Garrett. Watch this with Prime Gaming.
1: Oh, what's Prime See Gaming? See how I did that.
0: See how I did that the first try. If you are subscribed to Amazon Prime, they give you a free sub to any Twitch channel every month. So that's basically giving us a cool five clams every month, and you don't even gotta pay for it. We would really appreciate that. But Adrian, just, you
1: made that so easy, dude. You made that sound uh, like it I, was so simple. It,
0: it rolled right off the tongue, it, my it guy. Was beautiful. Right off the tongue. Eloquent. <laughs> Uh, We definitely appreciate every Twitch sub and any kind of bit of support, uh, but really just you being here watching is enough because we honestly didn't think anybody was going to be here. And now, look, you know what I mean? We got a lot. We got a a pretty uh, motley crew around these parts. Uh, And then lastly, of course, uh, we're talking about uh, control sticks and keeping them straight and strong. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do that with the help of our good partner, W Energy. Dubby uh, yep.
1: has the exact same active ingredient as Vi- Viagra and Cialis. Yes. And if taken once a day, it not only improves blood flow to your member, but it also, it doesn't have any crash or anything. And wait, it does. Wait, are we and saying it something incorrect? The, I don't.
0: It, no, no, you're right. It And it activates the neurons in your brain yep. and the nerves in your hands. So it sends you into gaming overdrive. Yeah, you're, you're able to un-stumble. like
1: 100% games all the time now. Yes. Right, when you drink
0: Dubby. You are unstoppable. You could be playing on on Call of Duty and no one be able to snipe like you. You get 50 headshots in a round. Just trust me on this. I know.
1: And <laughs> I don't want to say which flavor it is because it's kind of like top secret. But one of the flavors that you end up buying from Dubby uh, is like taking psychedelic mushrooms. So just saying, uh, mm-hmm, one of mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. will get you higher than hell. So that's something to, to look forward to. So I would try all of them.
0: Yeah. I would just try all of them. Uh, And with our special code, if you go over to WGG and use code SGB, anything you get, you get 10% off and we get a little bit of a kickback for it. How about that? You get some nice, delicious energy drinks or a sweet anime shaker like I have uh, that I got to check on because I know I ordered a little while ago. It should be here soon. Um, And uh, yeah, you get that for 10% off. We get a little bit of a, a, a kickback back and everybody wins. And disclaimer, uh, not all the views that
1: have been shared on the Super Gamer Voice today actually reflect how Dubby really behaves. It will give you energy. It is a great energy drink. Will not make your penis harder, bigger, or stronger. Just saying.
0: It's all for entertainment purposes. Uh, <laughs> this message is sponsored by SGB Code Limited.
1: Garrett's going to have a hell of a time editing some of minutes. That's too bad Uh, he should have been
0: here. Oh, well. All right. Well, (laughs) that's uh, it for the Patreon ad. Now we're moving on to our second to last segment. Mr. Pertum. what's your plan?
1: Hey, so this week I've been playing a little bit of Fall Guys. My daughter, uh, she's seven, and uh, her and I have been playing a whole lot. I am still getting picked on by everybody, but that's been the game I've played most a little bit every day this week. And then I just started earlier this afternoon for the first time, Undertale oh so no way yeah and dude i am super excited about this because you guys have <laughs> gone on and on and on about it and it's dude it's so quirky and goofy and it's actually perfect for the type of gaming that i enjoy and i'm like why did i not try this before like honestly why did i not try this before and i couldn't tell you it's i, don't I trust swear the game i thought
0: i thought you were gonna do a bit and be like hey have you heard of this game called undertale I was gonna. Oh, end this, yeah. I was gonna end it right there. I,
1: you talked about it earlier today too. Like I don't know if you guys heard, but like there's a game called Undertale. It's freaking awesome.
0: Just... No, dude, I'm stoked uh, that you're actually playing that. That's one of my top ten games of all time. Um, I I love that game. The characters in it feel like family to me. Um, I am super excited to hear what you think keep me posted as you go I, i'm not going to tell you a thing because that's the best yeah. way to play it's it it's too
1: it's too fresh right now i just started this afternoon not uh, a problem so, at all several hours just ago. keep me posted but i will i will tell you that uh funny enough you guys talked about it. the reason that i gave this game a try today was i was just looking for you know what what kind of get into and jump out of and my son had talked about undertale he started playing it based on a recommendation from one of his friends and he's like, Dad, I started playing this game called Tale, And I'm like, oh, yeah, the voice talked about it on the Super Gamer Boy's. And he's like, oh, man, dude, so much fun. It's so goofy. You know, and I'm like, dude, that's great. And it was neat to listen to his excitement about it. So <laughs> today I was like, ah, I kind of want to check that out. And I knew you were going to have a great reaction to it. <laughs> you know, like, I
0: was that's... on the board of stuff that JJ could have played let me tell you <laughs>
1: there's a big there's a big board there's didn't a big have board, it up there saying. didn't even have it
0: up there okay yeah so course. this is a huge surprise to me and it couldn't have been a better one <laughs> <laughs> um i have uh as as i mentioned for the book club earlier uh i've been playing omori and uh it has kind of been likened to undertale in the way that it presents itself and the characters and writing and music and whatnot um, and I am having, I, I shouldn't really tell you cause it's kind of spoilers for book club, but if you listen this far, you're pretty dedicated. I'll give you a sneak peek. Um, I think it's really, really well done, uh, so far. Uh, I, I, I thought it was going to be scarier than it is, but I'm also not all the way finished. So it could get terrifying pretty fast. I can definitely see the potential for that happening. Um, but overall, I'm having a really good time. Don't regret playing it one bit so far. Um, the music is banging in it. Start to finish. Everything sounds good. Uh, really bright and vibrant colors when it needs to be and and really dark when it also needs to be. What kind um, of
1: music is it that uh, that is in more?
0: Uh, if you've heard a little bit of the Undertale music uh, mm-hmm. as, as you go on, basically whatever you hear in Undertale, it's kind of similar to that. Similar, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah so um, I, that's Hotel one has thing i noticed right away was too. i like the music from Under- yeah uh so that's kind of the big thing i've been playing uh this week and then uh the background game i've kind of been playing is of course uh as as garrett would like to label it a nerd game as he paints his warhammer models <laughs> uh, i've been chipping away at final fantasy 14 a little bit here and there still love it still really good uh still can't believe i waited this long to get into the um uh, the MMO hype but I'm here I'm out here so having a ball with that
1: right. Now, Garrett's right now got a couple of balls in his face over there in Tokyo right now happy birthday <laughs> Could you... I don't know no? was that not the
0: sign? Direct from SGBHQ to you
1: uh, uh, I, I don't know if we've got anything left, but I know that Garrett's probably spent right now listening to yeah, this Yeah, he's done. He's, he's like,
0: dude, go ahead and wrap it up. Alright, you know what? Here I am. We are at the end, okay? So, well, like I said, that's it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for supporting us throughout this episode. Um, I know JJ and I bring a different energy to the episode, but we appreciate it if you listened even for a little bit. Uh, you know, Lord willing, Garrett will be back next week, and uh, or not. I mean, we can we'll be fine without him I because mean, honestly, I wasn't Adrian, gonna we good. say it. This, I wasn't this, gonna,
1: you know. But you know, let's just let's let the cat out of the bag. Like, <laughs> Garrett sucks. So like, when we, it's you and me, dude. There's like a. There I mean, a to be energy, fair, Garrett you know? did
0: create a whole hashtag about you how you sucked. So it's only right that you get a little bit of payback.
1: <laughs> he did. He did. And I'll tell you what, I think I even used that hashtag. I don't really know how hashtags work. I probably shouldn't have done that
0: oh <laughs> ah, well uh so uh thank you guys for listening to us uh don't forget like i said to visit our patreon if you're available uh we also have a web store sgbstore.com where you can get shirts cups blankets all that jazz with our mugs on them definitely stop by there uh don't forget again we're gonna keep hammering it into the ground uh wgg gonna get you some delicious energy beverages and beverage accessories you like that Like Hank Hill.
1: Uh It's still still talking about that joystick. You you got Uh, it. You got it.
0: Don't forget to review us on your favorite uh, podcast services or on YouTube. If you watch us on YouTube, we appreciate any kind of interaction. Uh, Lastly, shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate again for allowing us to use their music. Uh, You can find them on Spotify. JJ, where can the good people find you on the Internet? You
1: can actually find me each and every week, all the time, 24-7, on Twitter, at JJ Purdom. And you can also find me each and every week as we produce, uh, the Super Gamer Boys produces my wrestling podcast, the Suplex City Wrestling Podcast. Join me over on Twitter, at Suplex City Pod. Uh, we're having a lot of fun talking pro wrestling, and uh, you get to see a little bit of a different me each and every week as I'm doing the straight man you know, stuff and letting somebody else be the goober. <laughs> so it's a different, interesting take. <laughs> Uh, for podcasting from jj
0: uh, and you can find me any and everywhere on um, your favorite social media your favorite game service at homeboy that's h-o-l-m-b-o-i and you can find all three of us together normally here on the super gamer boys twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys youtube.com slash super gamer boys and twitter.com slash super gamer boys i think that'll do it for us uh right. jj for
1: Adrian, Homeboy Homes, and for myself, JJ Purdom, and for Garrett, who's not here and currently getting teabagged.
0: We are the Super Gamer Boys. And Garrett sucks. We're out of here. He does. <laughs> Hashtag. You thought I was going to say flippity flop? No. Nope. I love it. No, nope. hell no. We're out of here. <laughs> Later.